your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome to a Thursday of Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talking text line. I did get Jason Melby, the lacrosse police captain, on the phone to talk about more in depth about campaign billing in the city of lacrosse and uh, the idea that nobody's paying their bills to the police or the city. I guess it's kind of the same entity. Uh, Mike Pence back on Labor Day, Mike Pence back in 2017. Donald Trump back in 2016. We've hit this a couple of times, but I talked to Melby about it. We'll play, I'll play that interview in a little bit. Uh, also missed the fact that there was an eighth COVID-19 death yesterday. If you're not looking very closely at the COVID dashboard that the collaborative runs or however you want to updates it periodically, uh, <laughs> updates it kind of randomly, if you're not paying attention to each little mark, they just show up little numbers. It went from seven to eight, and I didn't notice it. Um, but yeah, yesterday we suffered our eighth COVID-19 death in the county, and that was the third day in a row we had one. And I know that I can I can just break down the the ages. That person yesterday was a man in his 60s. The other two this week were men in their 80s. Or oh yeah, in their eighties. Uh, before that, two females in their eighties, and another male in his eighties, and then the first two deaths were men in their seventies. So we've hit sixty once, seventy twice, but in eighty-five times. And I am sad. I'm talking about that as a a number because there are people that have died, but uh, that's where we're at. Um, Gary Podesky texted me. This, so there's a city council meeting tonight. There's a bunch of things on there. Not like not like a ton of like super important things that I would say. Whoa, you know, there's funding for funding for a lacrosse lacrosse a fire department. They're all lacrosse, right? A fire department kind of by Central High School out on Losey. There's that. There's there's some other things on there. Um, they're going to go through the Catholic Charities thing again. I think just because they have to and. Um, I should make Brad run in here and break down all this stuff because he just he he's he's on top of this stuff. But what I'm going to do beginning next council cycle is so the mayor comes on on a Monday before the council meeting on Thursday, and we talk about whatever. But we can hit you know the council meeting if there's some big important stuff on there. We'll we'll hit it. Uh, but what I want to do. Is, is bring somebody on with the city council. Whether I rotate them, that would be interesting, right? We could just get a different council member every every time. Or or just have, you know, the president. I think it was Martin Gall or or just somebody else. I texted Gary last night. Um, maybe I didn't text Gary. Oh yeah, I, I did. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the talking text line now. That's why my text is I texted him on my phone last night just saying, just kind of giving him that idea. Because Gary Gary would call in and give us a little council preview each week, I think. Um, but maybe it's better to do it from uh, a different person's perspective every time or or just get the president on here because he's the president of the council. Uh, that might make the most sense. But I think uh, that's something I want to I try doing on the Wednesday before the Thursday council meeting. And maybe that just gives everybody listening an idea of what's going to happen in their community come the next day. And if they 
you know, have questions or if they want to attend or watch or submit questions or, you know, go scream at council members about something, uh, then they kind of know they, they kind of, it's kind of, they're kind of on board with, okay, this is what's going on. <laughs> Rug from Trempolo says, uh, my show is better than Grant's on WKTY. Seems like sarcasm rug, <laughs> but Grant's on uh, WKTY from four to six. So you can listen to Grant for the first hour, right? And then you can come over here at, at 5.07 p.m. and listen. Um, all right. So what else do I want to talk about? Yeah. Okay. So again, I want to talk. I'm talking with Melby about the police issue. Um, there was a shooting last night, Chuck E. Cheese. I talked to a couple of witnesses, did not see the man who was shot. He had, I think the the ambulance was just leaving and I didn't really want to go check out the ambulance. Hey man. Uh, it was just kind of headed out as I, as I was in there or out there talking uh, with some people and checking things out. A lot of police, a lot of police out there. If you're ever in, in need of uh, robbing a bank, you know, wait for a shooting on one side of town and then go to the other side of town and, and rob that bank because I believe all the police will be funny stuff, Rick, funny stuff. Um, all right. So somebody was calling, but now they're not. So I'll keep going. Um, what was the other? Oh, driving in today. This is the best time, right? Uh, the, the the idea that we have the the bluffs and the the scenic views. Uh, it just kind of kind of hit me. I'm like, this is the best time of the year to be driving around, to be in the cross, to be in this area. Uh, it's it's going to be super nice out. I, I I think everyone should call in sick tomorrow and maybe just take a drive up up Highway 61, right? Like head up towards Winona or head down, just head down the river road, right? And just enjoy what, what uh, the fall weather's got to bring, the, the fall colors. And uh, maybe don't call in sick. You can't, can we, can we not? We can't call in sick anymore, can we? Because if you call in sick, then you have to call in sick for 14 days. And I'm guessing a lot of people, as I'm about to cough, <laughs> perfect timing. Yeah, I'm going to be sick tomorrow, bosses, if anyone's listening. Uh, if, if we call in sick at this point, we have to call in sick for 14 days, and I'm guessing uh, not a lot of people have 14 sick days a year to burn up, although it is getting close to the end of the year. So maybe a perfect time to call in sick, right? Use up all those sick days, call in, take a drive down the river, up the river, up the river road, check out the fall colors, and, uh, you know, perfect excuse. I guess you'd have to quarantine for the rest of your sick days, but uh, you could tell them you can go get tested, right? And then you say, oh, false alarm. I guess I was just regular sick and not uh, COVID sick. All right, I'm going to take a quick break. Brad's going to do the news. And I talked to Melby about an hour ago. So I'm going to play that interview. So when you, if you're watching on Facebook Live and you're like, how is he talking and not moving? That's that's what's going on. Uh, we'll be back after this. I was <laughs> Welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. On the phone with me now is Lacrosse Police Captain Jason Melby. We're going to talk a little bit about campaigns, political campaigns, and how the police department handles these things. Uh, Melby, thanks for joining me. Um, back in November of 2019, you guys put out a release. It said you're going to have these campaigns pay like 50% up front of the bill that would, would the police charge these guys for, for added security or something like that. Yeah, that's correct. At the time, we were looking at some of the issues that come along with the election year visits. And as we were discussing it, we thought, well, if we could look at billing on the front end so these campaigns are more aware of what the expense is to our community, 
and we could be responsible stewards of taxpayer money, uh, we would make sure that we were upfront with them, and then hopefully there would be a little bit of uh, uh, recognition of the impact on our community. So we came up with the concept of uh, doing a 50% pre-invoice, but the thing we found is in real life, it just doesn't pan out that way. Um, these political visits are usually done with as little as two to three days' notice. Um, what our actual manpower and staffing uh, needs to be in order to accomplish the, the security for the visit is usually not known till at least one day or maybe a, a half a day ahead of time of what the total staffing is going to be. So to be able to identify how much it's going to cost and everything like that and then uh, provide some level of pre-visit invoice was just not practical. I know they want to keep that stuff like that a secret, but if you knew a couple of weeks ahead of time, would you be able to plan for that without letting it leak that you know a, a campaign event is coming? Well, we would um, to a degree. I mean, obviously, between uh, the Secret Service and any law enforcement agency, I mean, there's an expectation that if they notify us that somebody's coming and everything like that, that we wouldn't share the information. However, part of doing these on-site visits is that they do a pre-site visit evaluation. And so, for example, um, just prior to the airport um, uh, visit from President Trump getting canceled, um, the Secret Service comes five days ahead of time and starts poking around, looking at the site, what they need to do for staffing, possible threats and stuff like that associated with the site that they might be going to. So ultimately, you're going to find that as much as we may keep it quiet and the Secret Service might keep it quiet, the fact that we're out and talking to the airport and private businesses and everything like that ultimately does not lend itself to be something that can't be gone public with. Right, yeah. And I'm just thinking, like, if you had knowledge of it at least a couple of weeks ahead of time, if nothing else, you could be like, uh, you guys are working overtime that day, or we need you to come back in that day to, to do added security. We'll tell you why later. Yeah, and it, it, ideally that would work. That would help us out. Um, and we could at least get a rough estimate of what our staffing needs would be. Um, but again, uh, we've I've been here for 27 years, and over the course of those 27 years, it's been many um, presidential campaigns. And the one thing I do know is we'll get told one day that they're looking at coming here and then get told two days later that it's canceled. Um, and so uh, they are uh, highly uh, fluid um, and highly dependent on what's going on throughout our country. Yeah, and having the, uh, the Trump campaign canceled, do you still end up having – some added costs there, even if, because that's, that's the biggest campaign rally we could have, the president coming. Uh, do you guys lose something in that, even if it's canceled? Well, sure. I mean, when you say lose, the, the, the term lose would imply that we actually were out money. We may not be out actual money. What we are out of is the staff time that it took to plan this. Um, for example, we have multiple staff from our investigative bureau working with the Secret Service during the course of a three-day period, developing a plan, um, figuring out spots where we have to staff people, and then lining up 
the, the staff, and that takes several days and a lot of coordination and several meetings. And so, I mean, the department in the city is out that time that that particular captain could have been focusing on other duties and uh, other issues that uh, are going on with the investigative bureau. Yeah, we're speaking with Lacrosse Police Captain Jason Melby. Yeah, I was just thinking that even even that would be part of the invoice because that's all part of the you know, hey, these are part of the discussions and having a rally here. But I don't know how billing works. But um, back in November when you released this and and you know before maybe you you reverted to uh, you know hoping that bills would be paid. Um, Paul Ryan's bus tours got about a two hundred twenty five dollar bill. The Trump campaign with uh, Vice President Mike Pence, the Paul Ryan thing is 2016. The Trump campaign with a rally with Vice President Mike Pence has uh, a $3,600 bill. And then Donald Trump's campaign in August 15th and 16th of 2016 has a $6,300 bill. Uh, those are all outstanding bills. Do you, is that, are those all at losses or can we collect those still? Well, I would. I would think that obviously uh, we can still see payment from those. Um, the one interesting thing with these campaigns is that we find that we do invoice. Um, and given the size and the nature of a presidential campaign, as you can imagine, um, an invoice from the city of La Crosse Police Department probably takes a little while to get to the proper uh, person to pay. Um, Obviously, that's not an explanation for bills that are outstanding, uh, invoices that are outstanding from years ago. Um, but it, a lot of times we will invoice, and they will; these invoices will stand open for several months uh, simply because of the, just the paperwork and getting it routed to the proper place to get paid. Yeah, that may, and that makes total sense. But uh, Paul Ryan's $225 bill, I feel like we could just shoot him a text and be like, hey, Paul, um, you owe us... <laughs> at this point. <laughs> well, the La Police Department um, doesn't operate invoices by texting. Um, however, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I mean, it doesn't seem unreasonable. Now, if Paul Ryan came to town and he parked in downtown La Crosse, could you put a boot on his car and, uh, you know, maybe tow it down to to the <laughs> impound and, and tell him, hey, you got an outstanding bill? That's kind of what you do with when people have a lot of outstanding parking tickets. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I, I, I'm not quite sure if that's, that's how that would work, um, but interesting concept. What, what is the rule with uh, parking? Is it like four outstanding parking tickets and then you, you would get the boot, or is it a certain amount of money? Um, I would have to pull it up, but I'm relatively certain that it's five or more citations more than six months overdue. Okay. So... It, it, that would mean that it went through several notifications from our parking records division. Um, I mean, obviously, five um, having five violations that are more than six months overdue takes a little while to accumulate. Um, so, I mean, as you can imagine, there's probably been multiple notifications sent to the owner explaining that situation and the possibility that they may be booted for failure to comply. And, again, with our booting program, um, we always encourage people to reach out to us and set up a payment plan. Um, the police department does not uh, like the idea of having to go out and boot and tow and all of the administrative issues associated with it. We would just as soon see uh, people with outstanding uh, parking violations set up a uh, payment plan and work with the city to try to address it. Yeah, so at this point, you know, Mike Pence only has two outstanding payments. He's got one from 2017 for $3,600 and one from Labor Day on September 7th at Dairyland Power for $5,500, right? That bill has yet to be paid as well, right? 
Um, yeah, and again, that one I would I would venture a guess that our invoice is likely just getting routed through some level of channels to hit where it should be for uh, proper payment. You know, the September one that you just referred to. Right. So if Mike Pres- Mike Pence, you know, he they win the election, he'll be vice president again four years from now. Maybe he'll run for president. He'll be in, he'll be campaigning in lacrosse. I feel like he might get to that five limit before he's got to pay his bill. Um, but seriously, like when Mike Pence came back on, on Labor Day, do you guys just kind of nudge him and be like, uh, hey, man, you owe us $3,600 from last time still? Or how does that work? Because that's a lot of money for a community. I, I mean, obviously, that's not something that we do when Mike Pence um, <laughs> walks off the plane or, or lands in lacrosse. No, that is not exactly something that we do. Okay, and then last thing, Melby, uh Everyone, because I'm, it sounds like I'm picking on Republicans. Paul Ryan hasn't paid his bill. Mike Pence hasn't paid his bill. Donald Trump's campaign hasn't paid his bill. Uh, Hillary was in town during that election campaign before she got the Democratic nomination. Um, I think she was uh, at the brewery. And uh, did did she pay her bills? Um, we did have a bill from that visit, um, and according to our records division, we did receive payment for that. Um, particular uh, presidential campaign visit, and that was like, was it like three thirty? What did you say it was? How much money? Um, it was just over three thousand dollars. I would have to um, look at the specific number, but I do know it was in that three thousand dollar range. Okay, but either way, um, there you go, people. I'm not picking on Republicans. Hillary paid her bills. I can't pick on her. Sorry. Uh, Melby, thanks a lot for, for joining me. And it sounds like we could uh, we could maybe do a, a parking story again, uh, see see where we're at. Because I know that every once, maybe once a year, we like to kind of revisit that and see how many outstanding parking uh, tickets there are and how much that's cost the city. Well, don't feel, uh, feel free to reach out to me and uh, we can take a look at the information and see what's out there. All right. Thanks a lot. All right. Have a great day. Yep. You too. Bye. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talking text line. Thanks to Captain Melby for joining me. Kind of breaking down some of the the, the unpaid bills by campaigns. It's at, well, at what point do you just say, hey, um, you guys got to pay your bills? I mean, it's good for the economy, right? Like, is it good for the economy when Mike Pence comes to town? Goes to Dairyland Power? Maybe it isn't. I don't know. Are people, are we going out to eat after that? Are we going out to eat? Maybe it's not so great for the economy. I mean, the idea of having uh, these these campaigns and big rallies go on at this point now isn't a good idea, period. But uh, if it was under normal circumstances, let's just pretend that uh, there's not a virus going down. Uh, having these campaigns, are, are we bringing are we bringing a ton of outsiders in, and are they uh, are they stopping to eat and, and doing stuff like that? You know, if the president comes, I would say yes. The vice president. I don't know. I mean, are you coming to check out Kamala Harris' campaign here? Mike Pence? I don't know. Did you go to the Dairyland Power event? Listen to him talk? He's not very exciting to talk. I mean, at least when you when Trump comes on, at least when, when Trump comes to town, you know you're kind of getting a little bit of crazy, right? Uh, Kent, Kent's on the air. Kent, you're on. Go ahead, man. Hey, Rick, soul man, how you doing tonight? I'm good. Hey, uh, 
Jason Melby, he's a good guy. Captain Melby, actually, we go way back. Yeah, yeah. Not from the not from an incarceration standpoint, but I used to be <laughs> married to his cousin. Okay. Anyway, I was sitting here thinking, listening to you guys talk, you know, that I know they won't allow rallies at the airport, but they've had a lot of events out there in the, in the past, I, not political rallies, but why don't they do like Oktoberfest? You know, if Trump comes to town, it's like Oktoberfest. What do you need to get an Oktoberfest to the beer tents? Uh, is that city property? Uh, well, it's downtown. It's Riverside Park. I guess the city owns it, but there you, you need a button to get in there, right? Well, I mean, are so, you talking like doing this now or just in general? Because we're the city's not going to allow that right now, obviously. Well, no, not right now. But in let's say in the future, if a big candidate comes to town like Trump, pull it down at Riverside or Copeland. And uh, sorry, my dog buddy's barking, but. And, and you buy a button to get in, just like Oktoberfest. Yeah, oh, I get you know? I get what you're saying is, is the, the, the idea of helping out the economy and um, right. Yeah, I don't and funding the police. You know, yeah, I don't I don't know if uh, I don't think campaigns want to limit who can come to the event. Uh, the idea of having to charge somebody to come listen to a to a political person talk. I don't I don't think they want that stigma and it's a good idea in in general of wait, raising money. It would be nice though if they paid their bleeping bills, right? <laughs> like five. It would be it would be a lot don't like you said 200 dollars that's dropping the bucket to them. But like I said if if uh people that want to vote for Trump, they're going to pay $20 for the button to get into the park. Know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I don't Joe Biden Joe Biden probably He'd probably have to pay up front. Not too many people show up for Joe, but yeah, nobody's, you know nobody's coming to listen. I don't think anyone's coming to. I don't think anyone's paying twenty dollars to listen to anybody talk, but maybe Trump because you just don't know what he's going to say. But also, he's going to talk about showerheads for like forty-five minutes. I would, you know? just, I would pay twenty bucks just to hear what Trump's got to say, whether it's sarcastic or right. whatever. Yeah, it's kind of like going to see off, whatever it, goes on. It's you know? kind of like going to see a stand-up comic or uh, or you know some <laughs> other speaker at that point. And I'm not saying he's a comic, but he kind of is a comic at at times. Um, yeah, Ken, thanks hey. for the call, man. All right, buddy, thanks. But uh, right, um, I got another call here. Just let me get this pulled up. Number three's calling in. Hey, number three, go ahead. You're on the Here's air now. You are. You're shooting her from the hip tonight. Well, I am now. I mean, I, I brought Melby on, so that, I don't know. I guess well, you're yeah, shooting that's from right. the hip. That's right. <laughs> I'll, I'll help you. I'll bail you out for a minute. Okay. I think what they should do is get a hold of the, the Republican chairman of this community, whoever that is. Yep, Bill Fian. Okay, well, then give Mr. Sheehan the bill and tell him that uh, we're going to probably hang it on to this bill longer than what his mother carried him. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, it's been four, four or five years now for some of those bills. Yeah, oh, it takes nine months. Anyway, <laughs> that's where I would start. Okay. And then one other thing. Yeah. It's about the fire department, getting that. They want to fix up the fire department on Losey Boulevard? Yeah, the one by Central High School, yep. Yeah, okay. I hope they get it because over a month ago they bought the land for $149,000. Uh, by Central or yeah, they bought a house south of the fire department for one hundred forty nine thousand dollars a month ago. Well, they shouldn't have bought it until they found out if they could fix up the fire station. Yeah, they got the cart in front of the horse again. Yeah, I guess so. But that's city government. What it isn't their money. Yeah, it's your money. It's not my money. Yeah. So I'm not. Well, it ain't your money. You you live across the pond. Yeah.
Okay, well, keep your powder dry over the weekend. All right, thanks a lot. we got one more day before the weekend. And speak of that, two things. So tomorrow, UW Lacrosse political science professor Dr. Anthony Tregoski is going to come on with me. And I didn't, I didn't watch the debate last night. I, I, I saw the fly. That was interesting, right? Was it like two minutes there was a fly on Mike Pence's head? Like, what's going on there? And I saw that he had, like, pink eye or something. So that's about all all I took in from the debate. I'm going to watch it or listen to it. I might listen to it and walk the dog. I'll download it on a MP3 and, and listen to it. But um, if you're wondering why I haven't brought any of that up, it's because Tregoski is going to come on. We're going to talk about it tomorrow. We can talk about a whole bunch of other stuff. There's, there's so many things every day, right? Like, it's really hard to keep up, uh, especially in the short time. But... Um, there was there was one important story that maybe we can I could just hint hint at here is the court blocked the extension for Wisconsin absentee ballots today. So now we're at a federal's appeals court. So what's next? We go to the Wisconsin Supreme Court to try to extend the deadline. What by six days? So you can mail in your ballot by election day as long as they get the little stamp on it right on election day. Then as you got to hope that. In, it, it can get to the elections office in the next six days. So you got to hope the mail isn't six days slow. And I don't anticipate it, it would be unless everybody in the nation or everybody in Wisconsin decided to mail their ballots on election day, which seems a little bit stupid. But uh, number three, you, you calling me back here or what? This is a political science talking to you. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. About the debate last night. Oh, sure. Did you watch it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway, if you watch watch Fox News, Pence won. Yep. If you watch CNN, Harrison won. Harrison won. Okay. Yeah. So that's all. That's all the debate was. Depends on which channel you watch. Yeah, and I would suggest you don't watch either channel. <laughs> Are you, well, I gotta have something to do. Well, you can. I mean, it's nice out today, right? Like, well, I guess it's at night. You gotta have something. Well, no, you don't have to. What are you watching these channels? What time? Well, what? I went way down to Kickapoo today for dinner. Oh, but it's still nice out. Why aren't we just outside, like hanging out? I'm gonna get stop get fish sandwiches tonight, and then go down to Riverside with my wife. Right, that makes sense. But like, you when were you watching CNN or Fox after About the four debate? o'clock this morning? Oh, okay, <laughs> really early. Holy moly. <laughs> I gotta get up early. Worm gets the you know early bird gets the worm. Yeah, I hear you. Okay. All right. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Four in the morning. Just taking in Fox and CNN. I don't know. I don't. I don't recommend it. Just turn ESPN on. They they'll talk a little bit. <laughs> they'll talk about the 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 football game. Was there a football game? Was it? Well, that's tonight. I'm losing track of my days. Uh, four in the morning. Oh, I was going to bed at four in the morning. To be honest with you. Kind of a lot happened. Uh, oh, yeah, there was that shooting last night. I shouldn't laugh, but um, uh, I, w- I was out there not long after it happened. Talked to to some of the witnesses. I, I wouldn't say they witnessed the shooting itself, but they witnessed the sort of aftermath. I don't have a better word for that, for it than that. Um, so, uh, <laughs> first of all, the, the, the guy that I talked to, the, the, the witnesses that I talked to, they were, they were at... Chuck E. Cheese, he said for three or four hours, and I and they have and I, I think they had kids with them. So on top, you know, at least they had kids with them. But I don't, I haven't been to to like Chuck E. Cheese. You know, obviously, I haven't been to any of that stuff since I was real little. 
actually in high school. I think the, the one in Appleton, we used to be able to take our report card to. Um, so as like juniors and seniors, we were in there playing video games all the time because they gave us free tickets, free tokens for uh, report cards. But um, are, are you spending three to four hours a day at Chuck E. Cheese nowadays? Is that is that how long people are there? Rug, how long? Oh, rug, rug hung about me. Rug, call me back. Um, I just, I, I don't it seemed like a long time, but and a lot of tokens. But um, anyway, so they said they were in there. That that the the victim, the guy who ended up being shot, he was in there as well with with a woman and some kids. I don't know how many, you know, they three, four, five kids, something like that. And then they they left, and the guy, you know, sometime later after they all left together, sometime later the guy came back in and he said he was shot and. He told the, these these people that he was walking back into Chuck E. Cheese, and that's when that's when somebody shot him, apparently in the back. Now the police say torso, and the guy that was holding the rag on the bullet wound said it was like on the back of the neck, or on the in the back, like just below the neck, right in the middle. So, um, is that torso? I'm not really sure, but um, that's kind of yeah. And this guy that that I talked to, he's his arms full of blood, <laughs> like it was. And then, you know, I was talking to him after, you know, at this point he had wiped that stuff off after I, I talked to him a couple of times, but at this point at towards the end, when I talked to him a little bit longer, you know, introduced myself, he introduced himself and he wanted to shake my hand and I was like, you know, man, I'm, I'm good. You, you, you were just full of blood. I'm sorry, but I don't. Yeah. And he was like, oh yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, all right. Rug, rug. Uh, how long are you spending at Chuck E. Cheese on a regular, uh, on, a, on a, any given night? I haven't been there since they had those like dancing bears and stuff. Yeah, okay. They still have those. I have no idea. I haven't been in there in a while. But anyways, uh, with that campaign stuff, they should do like you when you go into a restaurant. You know, you're like, all right, you ate this much. You know, and before you go out of town, the guy hands him the bill. Maybe Jason Melby's like, well, here's thirty seven hundred dollars, and some guy from the campaign. You know, they got a checkbook. They ought to be like, well, bam, yeah, check. Guys can go, you know. Yeah, I, I, right? I feel like the Biden and Trump campaigns at this point aren't hurting for cash. I feel like they could be writing checks as they leave town. Oh, right. Koch brothers are paying for somebody's campaign. I don't know whose side, you know, someone else is paying for somebody else. I think one yeah. of the, I actually, Rug, I think one of the Koch brothers just died in the last couple of months. Oh, so well, it's just one Coke now. I don't, know how you, we, I don't know how we refer to that. We probably shouldn't laugh about that, but um, yeah, I, I, yeah, it's it's funny. And and then when Pence comes back, you know, like Pence comes back to the campaign at Dairyland, hey, if you want to come back, pay your bill from four years ago, dude. You know, but like also right, we kind of yeah. want him to come to town. Maybe I don't know. We at this point we don't really oh, want him to come. Some good to news on some good news, Rick. Yeah, let's go to some good news. But uh, I drive from Tremplo to walk on. Bought a little. Honda car, you know, gets like 37 miles. Is it a Civic rug? I'm driving now, but yeah, it's like peak fall colors riding down, uh, you know, the Illinois or the Iowa and the Minnesota side. It's so beautiful now. Yeah, it's a, it's yep. definitely the time. I'm going to tell my mom she wants to drive out here and, and check out the uh, the scenery. Now's the time to do it. Thanks, man, for the call. Right on. Right on. Have a good week. You too. Uh I think Rug and Rug and I might have the same car. I got a, I just got a Civic not too long ago, and I, I sadly bought it, and then a pandemic hit, and I was like, ah, I kind of wish I wouldn't have bought this car now. But it's, uh, it's been pretty, pretty nice so far. Runs kind of funny sometimes, so I might take it in. Ask him what's wrong with it. Eric, you're back. Go ahead. Yes, uh, you, you didn't talk to me the first time. You didn't put it on the air. But anyway, I'm kind of wondering, Mr. Chagalski, tomorrow, you gonna be able to? Uh, 
we'll pe- the public be able to ask him any questions, or you can talk the whole hour, whole hour without any questions. There's logic about stuff. Um, we'll see. I'm not sure, Eric. Sometimes we just get to talking, and then the hour's up. But yeah, I know, I know. But I think you should at least maybe uh, uh, answer three or four questions from callers. Okay, you you come up with a good question tomorrow, Eric. I mean, you could come up with it right now, and we could pregame it. But uh, you come up with a good question. Do you got a question for him for tomorrow? He's a political science professor. What what would you ask him? I want to challenge him some of his views, what some of his as a perspective. I can't tell you know, how do I know if I don't hear what he says. Okay. Oh, okay. Number, I got one more thing to say. All right. Yeah. Went to a hardware store the other day in Sparta here. I had my mask. I won't go anywhere without a mask. Mm-hmm. And I went in there to a person. None of these people had a mask on. They don't care. They are the spreaders, the people who don't wear masks. And uh, I'm a hard right Republican, but I got to tell you, man, this is going, this is getting crazy around. These people don't care. Thanks yeah. a lot. Thanks, Eric. Yep. Those people are, I called them jackasses the other day. The people that go into businesses and don't wear masks. And those people at the businesses don't really want to tell you to put a mask on because it feels a little weird, but also like, Asymptomatic, couple days. That's when you're most uh, able to spread the virus. So yeah, we we, we talk about a hundred times. Uh, we'll be back after this. Up with you. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. Couple minutes left here in the show. I was talking about just talked to Melby earlier this hour about outstanding bills, and and you know the city's the city's getting is billing these campaigns and they're not getting paid. Uh, Vice President Mike Pence has got two bills now. Trump's got one. What's his name? Paul Ryan's got a $225 bill. And uh, Hillary Clinton doesn't have a bill, just so you know, $3,300 or $3,600. She paid her one bill the the one time she came here. Um, Somebody called and asked, you know, why why not let the Lacrosse County Republican Party chair – contact a campaign and say, hey, our city wants to be paid. And Phil texts in, Bill Fian, the chair, has nothing to do with paying national campaign bills. But Bill Fian said he's in contact with the Trump administration every day. He came out on the show and said that. He said he knew weeks ahead of time that Trump was coming to town before it ended up being canceled. So, you know, maybe maybe the city should go talk to Bill Fian and, and see if, uh, you know, the 10000 $500 worth of bills that the Republican Party owes the city uh, could be paid. Just an idea. Uh, Caller calling in. Who is this? Hi, this is Sharon. Hey, you're on the air. Go ahead. Oh, I'm on the air. Awesome. Okay, well, I just want to call in and let the uh, lacrosse area people know some things that were going on this weekend. Um, tomorrow evening, Friday from 4 to 6, We are going to have a Trump rally and a support back the badge rally for a policeman for the city hall in that area. And then on Saturday, we are having a Trump back the badge rally again, but we're going to do it as a car rally, car truck parade. Mm -hmm. We're meeting at Shopko South, parking lot, Norman Cooley Road at 2 o'clock. Okay. And uh, one more thing, one more thing, the uh, Team Victory Trump uh, can use your help. And so tomorrow evening at 630, the headquarters in Alaska at 110 Third Avenue South, there will be an informational meeting on how to get involved with, uh, with the Team Victory Trump. 
hope, right. uh, hope lacrosse can come at us and, uh, you know, wish everybody respect each other's differences and opinions and uh, just enjoy the days. All right. Thanks for the call. All right. You heard it. Maybe you could take uh maybe you can go up there tomorrow and, and bring the uh, $15,000 bill to the Alaska Republican Party headquarters. Uh, there'll be a story tomorrow with Melby with uh, quotes from Melby on wisdomnews.com or later tonight. We'll see how, how fast I can get it online. Um, all right. That's going to wrap it up, I guess. Uh, I will say that there's football on tomorrow night on WKTY. I have 57 tabs open, so I'm trying to find which one is the tab, correct tab. All right, West Salem. Yes, West Salem on Alaska. That's on tomorrow night if you want to listen. And, uh, yeah, that's going to do it. Tregoski tomorrow, talking VP debate and whatever else comes up. Thanks for listening.